0: The Man in Line with Andy Wint.
1: Pastor Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Man in Line on Max Radio, your chance to have your say about anything. In the entire known universe, your phone calls, texts, emails, WhatsApps on any subject—more than welcome. Call sixty-six thirteen sixty-eight. Email studio at manxradio.com, WhatsApp and text one double six one double seven. The COVID nineteen booster program closes uh, today. The autumn booster program will close. And a COVID vaccination for 16 to 14 nine-year-olds not in a clinical risk group uh, over. Final chances today. uh, Let me see. uh, There's one on... When are we finishing? It is... um, Let me see. Oh, no, it's going on until the end of this month. I beg your pardon. Till the 24th of February. I do beg your pardon. So that happens. Uh, I don't think there's much on today, is there? No, nothing on today. Uh, But if you want more information, of course, go to covid19.gov.im. Uh, and you can find out more about it. Or you can call uh, one if you want to make an appointment. Uh, But uh, get your NHS number uh, ready. Well, this is the story, then. Well, first of all, about the school strikes off. So we wonder, how has it taken this long for them to get together? Apparently constructive get-togethers by the department and by the unions and by the schools. So the strikes are just when you thought you got everything sorted out next week for childcare, they're going back to school, which is good news. And as that uh, story progresses, you'll get all the latest on it. And we heard overnight that many motorcycle racing events in Northern Ireland have been cancelled this year due to the cost of insurance. Includes the Northwest 200, uh, which many other band TT riders compete at before the Manx races. Uh, so we thought we'd go to somebody who knows all about it, and that is the uh, Radio TT personality and motorsport commentator Chris Kinley.
0: It's very sad, Beth. It really, really is. And uh, not not just the North West 100, but the Little Irish Road Races, Cookstown 100, Geese, the Armoy Race of Legends. You know, the Ulster Grand Prix was looking at being revived as well. And it's not just the road race stuff. It's the it's the off road stuff. As some of the scrambling or motocross is still going ahead. The stuff at Bishop's Court and Kyrgyzstan, thats not now going ahead. Also, that's the Irish short circuit stuff. It is a big shame, but but again, this insurance cost is—it's uh, affected everybody. It's the cost of living that we all know about now. It's—I think it's nearly tripled up to four hundred thousand or something like that. And such a shame because plans are looking good for 2023 for everybody. And let's just hope they can get there—you know—get it get it down for next year. and We can go racing in Ireland again for 2024. What are the potential implications for riders, though? This year, they should be fine. They should all be qualified with their mountain course signatures. So what a lot of them will probably do, because bear in mind, the season ended last year in October, September, October time. A lot of the guys since then have been getting their machines ready for this year and a lot of them will be already ready. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media with these riders who are getting the bikes ready. Some have been away doing a bit of testing in Spain. They'll come to England. They'll possibly hopefully come here to the Isle of race up at Jerby with the with the local Andreas Racing Association, you know, they'll to get track time to get that mountain course signature because that is the goal for them. Because not forget it's not just about the top name riders here, it's the guys who want to do events like the like the mountain scram prix etc, and then move on to the TT. They have to have that mountain course license, and they will go and they will do it. They will find a way, and let's hope we we get bigger and stronger after after all this. The natural
2: question people are asking today is: What impact is this going to have, if any, on
0: the TT racing this year? Um, I don't think it will have any impact in it at all. To be fair, because the Alman government, as we all know, they basically bankroll the Isle of Man TT, when you get to Northern Ireland, it's all run by the MCUI, the Motorcycle Union of Ireland, which is, which is a private entity. They don't get much help really from from the from the Irish government, but our government helped the TT to keep the TT going because it's our biggest sport event. He also helped for the Mount Scamp Prix. He also helped for the Southern 100 and other events here as well. I don't think it will affect any of the riders' I would pretty much say that most of them will be, if not, already qualified for it or if not, they'll just go over, they'll go and do some Cadwell Parks, they'll go and do Donington, they're going to do some some they're going to do something somewhere to get their final signatures on the licence. And I know they do have a bit of there's always a bit of a thing every year, well, such and such a rider hasn't done this, such and such a rider hasn't done this, but they all have to do it. It's, it's a legal requirement. So, yeah, I don't think it will really affect the TT as much.
1: Well, fingers crossed anyway. Uh, you heard it from uh, Chris Kinley, um, and of course Chris will be on the air tonight, 6.30 with greatest hits on Manx Radio, but uh, the um, uh, motorcycle... The motorsport world is alight with that story from Northern Ireland, uh, but obviously everything is underwritten on the Isle of Man by the government, so we're safe for the moment. Howard's with us now. Hi, Howard.
3: Hi, Andy. Uh, just listen to the uh, the sad fact that the racing in Ireland, you know, is well, it's not come to an end. It's just had a, a hiccup, but the our own people. Uh, who look out at the racing side of things, they should be now looking to encourage people who want to go road racing to attend the Manx Grand Prix. And from all accounts, from what you're listening to on the radio and various reports, they seem to be determined to strangle the Manx Grand Prix. But the previously, that was always think, a training ground for riders before they fully licensed up and um, went to, well, the TT itself. So this it's a warning to the people in power on the TT uh, unless they want to know something different. And uh, they seem to be slowly wheedling out parts of the TT just to make it less attractive um, and for people to come to the island. But the Manx Grand Prix is in a good position now to uh, increase its numbers for racing so these people can uh, get the practice in on road racing.
1: Well, it's an ill wind that blows uh, nobody any good. So let's hope it offers an opportunity. And as you say, and, uh, uh, you know, the rumour is the skeet is always around, Howard, you know, that people want the Manx Grand Prix to go and that just to yep. concentrate on the TT. Whenever we ask government, they completely say no, they, they, they want to make it work. Um, they just don't want it to lose its relevance. Yeah,
3: they, it's <laughs> um, sometimes with um, the people that's in power like that. If they told me the time, I'd have to go and look for a clock just to check it. But um, they're very good at saying things and not meaning others. And uh, this, it's as I say, and you just said yourself, it's an ill wind. But this is a good opportunity here now to increase the number of people that's likely to come to the island and increase the, the number of people that want to see racing because that still uh, is a popular, very popular sport. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that should be encouraged.
1: Uh, well, we hope so, and uh, we uh, wish all our friends in Northern Ireland the best in, oh, get, yes. in getting yeah. that sorted out, because obviously it's uh, very much <laughs> ingrained in the culture in Northern Ireland.
3: It is. <clears throat> well, um, not too many yards from here, um and it was the home of a very, very popular family. Um, Douglas is teamed with uh, Balamoney.
1: Of course, yes.
3: The sign is there at the Fort North Roundabout. Teamed, um, you know, with uh, Bella, um Well, not teamed, but um, joined
1: with uh Yes, twin. It's a twin uh, twin town. Twin
3: that's the yeah, yeah. Old age creeping up on me. <laughs> I don't know where she is, but she's creeping up. Um, yeah, twin with Balamoney, so... You know, the, 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 the part of the, the race and heritage it's <laughs> here and it's in Ireland and they seem to live together very comfortably.
1: Okay. All right. Thanks, Howard. Have a good weekend. And you. Take care. Bye All now. Right. It's quarter past 12 on Manx Radio, live uh, from Douglas Head in the Isle of Man and talking about the situation with Northern Ireland and the fact that road racing, uh, m- motorcycle racing events have been cancelled due to insurance this year. Uh, Obviously on the Isle of Man, it's underwritten by the government, so uh, the TT and everything is safe. Uh, Let's uh, just see what happens, shall we? Tony's with us now. Hi, Tony. How are you doing,
4: Andy? Good, thank you. What will happen is we'll have a major issue because they don't know what they're doing. The government shouldn't be involved in road racing because everything they've done so far has been a disaster for the people who do like road racing. But that's by the by. What I called for was to change the subject and talk about a ship which hasn't got the right gearbox.
1: Yes, uh, apparently it's on eBay now, for sale, one marine gearbox slightly used.
4: Well, my question would be, Andy, there is nothing reported by government or the steam packet that I've seen that tells you why the design had a special gearbox order. I used to work in the marine industry. I used to work in shipyards, in fact, in quite a few different shipyards in the UK, on large vessels and shipbuilding, etc. And one thing you wouldn't do if you were designing a ship for this sort of place, which is a remote location, you wouldn't design anything that was non-standard. So I don't know who decided what, but since this is government property, and therefore our property as the taxpayer's, I would like to know who's responsible for the design and why on earth we chose something that was non-standard.
1: And also, um, Tony, who's picking up the tab? Is this included in, in the, uh, the purchase or is this an add-on, an extra receipt?
4: Right, well, in my experience with dealing with shipyards, providing you've written your contract properly, any and if it didn't pass, the sea trials, then the shipyard must repair it to the not-required level normally so that you can get it out in sea trials and accept it. Now, if they haven't written that in, then we'll be paying. And based on history, we'll be paying because they couldn't write a contract anywhere that I can see unless it's actually steam packet people that were involved in this, people who actually work with vessels... If this was anything to do with a DOI or government, I think you can forget it. They can't write a contract, and they wouldn't know how to start.
1: Surely the steam packet would be involved in every item that's going on, the Manxman. surely they'd they'd be specifying what the um, you know what was going to go where, and certainly what type of gearbox.
4: I would have thought so in any normal situation, yes. But since in the Isle of Man, the government is holding the purse strings and deciding the long-term strategy for us all, without telling us. Of course, their strategy would be at least the most environmentally friendly thing you can think of. Um, so your guess is as good as mine. If they had some influence, the government and the government departments, D O I and all, oh, uh, green green initiative and crisis, cha- crisis management. Of global um, climate change it would be from the government and if they push that in there and nobody from steam Packet said I don't think that's a good idea then they'll end up with whatever it is the government said and if they've done that, that is extremely short sighted so if in the future your specialist gearbox has a problem who are you going to get to fix it because there'll be no shipyard in the UK will be able to machine up or get a spare part made for it. Normally, of course,
1: uh, they go over to Camel Laird um, on uh, the yeah. Wirral. So... Yeah, I used
4: to work there. That's fine. But the issue is, who has
1: the necessary billet
4: or stock and the gear cutting equipment to cut it? It's not, it's not simple. These, these are not little pieces of equipment. So they'll be extremely... Complex. If they'd have copied a Navy design, understandable. But I bet you they didn't. But I I don't even understand how the powertrain works because they keep talking about electrical generators. So is this an electric ship or is it a normal propulsion? system Mm. well you don't seem to see any detail
1: we haven't heard yet but presumably they'll be telling us when the gearbox Well, and of course if it's bespoke it's having to be made this is going to take months surely
4: yeah if, if it's a large casting it will take a while and then you've got to machine everything and then i assume it depends whether the the problems with the casting for the main shell or with the actual gears themselves And cutting big gears is another thing I've I've, I've been involved with. Cutting big gears is extremely complex and you've got to have, one, the right steel and, two, the right gear cutters. It's not just, oh, we'll make a a, a little clockwork gear. These are big, thick pieces of equipment. I, I just find the whole thing, as usual, everything we do in the Isle of Man, they have to have something that's different. And the question is, why? But anyway...
1: How, so long, how long, to see this space. Uh, Tony, how long do you think it's going to take?
4: Oh, uh, between, well, the, the other problem is having get the gearbox, how are you going to get it inside the hull? So to get it inside the hull, if it's back in the main engine room, which is normally where the gearbox is, you'll have to cut a hole in the side of the ship or cut down through six decks. My guess would be hole in the side of the ship, which means it has to go back on the stocks in dry dock. So not a very easy thing to do at the best of times. And fleeting a big piece of equipment like that out the side of the ship means you need a fairly big dry dock, like the one in, um, in Liverpool. It used to be Western ship repairers. They will fit in and you get it in there. But it, I, I just, I, it beggars belief. It's like, how can we make this more complicated for ourselves? And whoever's responsible needs to own up and say, we thought this was a good idea. That's fine but was there any thought put into it from anybody who's a strategic engineer who looks at the Isle of Man as a remote location? Possibly not. Um, And I'd like to know who's going to pay as well, obviously, like everybody would, because this won't be cheap. This requires going back into dry dock, cutting a hole, pulling the old gearbox out, putting a new one in, making sure it all lines up, making sure it turns over properly. And then you've got to flood it again, put all the put a plate back, obviously, and make it watertight, make sure everything's good, shove it back in the water, and take it out for sea trials. And hopefully, second time round, it passes. But it doesn't mean that it's all going to be free of charge to us as taxpayers. The other thing is, the other comment I had was parking at, at the hospital. Now, I think the people in charge, whoever it is that's going around handing out tickets... One of the things they need help with is to demarcate all the parking spaces again, because all the parking spaces that used to have little markings have disappeared.
1: Ah, uh, they're faded, so aren't they? they?
4: Yeah, so everybody's just dumping their car, and I assume that in the base there's no parking bay list, uh, uh, clear, then they can't give you a ticket for parking in two bays. And the number of cars up there that have been abandoned in two bays is a
1: disgusting. That it's is true, report. actually. Yes, it, the 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 line, the parking bay, has to be visible, doesn't it? Otherwise, it it it, it, it really, you just go to whatever lines are available.
4: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a public road. It's treated like a public road. But whoever's making all the money out of the parking tickets needs to get a white paintbrush, get up there and paint some proper bays, and then start penalising the people who are, shall we say, not very nice to the other people parking there. And the other thing they should do is put a big notice up and say, everybody who parks here, you get two hours free of charge. After that, if you can't prove why you're here, because it's only two hours for visitors, so visitor parking, two hours, put put it put one of the discs, discs up, it's free parking, but after the two hours is up, if you're still there, you better be able to explain where you are and why. Or you put up your appointment notice in the window.
1: Do you think it's only a matter of time before they start charging there?
4: Well, I think the preference is for them to charge, so that's why they're, they're going round now and saying, oh, it's, it's terrible, people are parking illegally and all the rest of it. But it's not very helpful if they don't put parking bays up. And they don't have any signage that says, please park in your designated parking bay. And if you don't, we'll fine you. But they don't do any of that. we would rather just complain and complain that, oh, it's terrible, it's terrible. Oh, we'll have to charge you. That'll solve everything, won't it? I don't think it'll solve anything.
1: Well, There's lots of ways around this. No, that, I mean, that's a, very, that, a bit that, of that's a very good point. Unless the bays are properly painted and you can see, then surely that, that just doesn't apply.
4: Well, I would that's how I'd approach it, but it depends what the rules are, the parking rules, who owns that land and who's responsible
1: for it. Okay, all right, Sorry. Tony. Thanks for that. Have a good, good weekend. And find out about a gearbox, Andy. Oh, good <laughs> all right. Thanks for that. Um, well, yes, ge- gears on a Friday. What exactly is going to happen? Well, um, uh, obviously the steam packet, the brand new boat, is is <laughs> where it is, without the um, without the gearbox. So we'll we'll get to the bottom of that, and here from uh, the news is of course the Ben McCree will be going in for. Uh, maintenance, at uh, Camel Laird, I think she's there for about a week or so in March, which means uh, the Arrow will be doing just one sailing, one cargo, one freight sailing per day. And um, the Manannan will be our sole passenger boat. I'd like to talk um, sewage now, if it's all the same with you. If you're eating, I do apologise. And MHK has described an update from Manx Utilities as welcome progress for the sewage scheme for GAF. Now, if you live in and around Garth, uh, sewage is a very hot topic. The authority revealed to the Environment and Infrastructure Policy Review Committee that it had targeted locations for eight treatment works, all on private land, and it's been working with the owners uh, to procure the land. Executive Director is Adrian Dobbin, and uh, this is where we are with the treatment works for sewage in Garth.
5: Particularly in the community of Garth, we've been tasked with looking at a number of locations because I think one of the, the failings of the past were, was that we didn't do enough to demonstrate that the site that we did want to use was viable and it was it, it was better than any of the others. So this time we've, we've gone right the way back to uh, grassroots, evaluated all of the sites that were possible, come forward with. You know, a ranking system. We did a call for sites. We got some um, interest in that, and those are the people that we've been been speaking to.
1: Well, what's going to happen? Of course, pump is the uh, the way. More expensive it will be, and if uh, you're in the east of the Isle of Man, and if you're around Garth and Laxey and Boldrine. That's that situation. What are your thoughts on it? And also, somebody just said, is there going to be a secondary market in parking discs? As they're not issuing new parking discs, and apparently it's going to be quite considerable amount of time before new parking discs will be available, is now the time to put them on Manx Buy and Sell. Everybody must have at least a dozen kicking around at home. Maybe now's the time to sell the darn things. Uh, some messages uh, to come to in a moment, maybe yours. Hi, James from Tracy Bell here. Do you need new dentures? Do you need new crowns? Well, with nearly 60 years of combined experience, the team at Tracy Bell offer outstanding treatments and results in traditional and modern dentistry, customised discreetly just for you. Call 613323 or visit tracybell.co.uk and arrange your consultation. Tracy Bell, helping you to be better.
2: Just Care Products for mobility solutions. Visit Just Care Products right behind B&Q and see our wide range of mobility aids, from small everyday items to rise recline chairs, beds, scooters, and our airline-friendly foldable power chair. Plus, we are the island's only stockists of cosy feet footwear. Just Care Products, right behind B&Q. Just Care Products. Are you concerned about your eye health? Holmes and Davidson Opticians in Douglas are proud to offer the IDON Ultra Wide Field Retinal Imaging and Heidelberg 4D OCT systems, state-of-the-art machines that allow early detection and management of eye diseases. Don't wait. Book your appointment today and ensure the health of your eyes with the best technology available. Call 676 230 or visit homesanddavidsonopticians.co.uk now. Mom, Dad, there's no hot water again. Having trouble with hot water and heating? Energy prices are rocketing, and there's never been a more important time to make sure your heating system is in tip top condition. Homewarm by Energy Management Systems is the simple way to spread the cost for essential maintenance, starting from just 7 dollars 99 per month. For peace of mind and money saving advice, call EMS on 613 210 or find us on Facebook. Home warm by EMS. Become our priority. Housing crisis, cost of living crisis, energy crisis, cost of borrowing up. And rampant inflation—quite a background for Treasury Minister Alex Allenson to set his first budget. And what about the fall in birth rate and imbalance between workforce and dependents? Well, it's not all bad, I suppose. At least Max Radio will be providing a broad range of expert opinion and detailed coverage of this month's budget on Tuesday, the twenty-first of February, between twelve pm and two. Will the Treasury Minister be able to pull any political rabbits out of his hat? Doubt it. They've all hopped off because they can't afford the carrots.
1: The Man in Line. Daily interaction, debate and exchange of ideas. Broadcast on Manx Radio from midday till one, Monday to Friday. It's uh, 29 minutes before one. If government are going to use what was Groudl Glen for Garth's sewage treatment plant, it's going to be a very expensive purchase before they even begin construction. Not Groudl Glen, surely. 785, do you know something we don't know? Parking at the hospital, says DM. I think we should all encourage green spaces, but there's too much grass around the hospital car park. Surely if they put parking where the grass area is on the left-hand side as you come up to the front door, get rid of the grass, says uh, 023. And um, uh, John says, uh, yes, the new uh, Manxman gearbox, all the gear and no idea. (laughs) ah, <laughs> oh, thank you for that wolf's with us now hi wolf
5: hi uh, hi uh, um just heard now on the radio there that uh, new sewage works for Galf I would like to see them do it properly and take the chemicals out, not like in ramsey um, I'm in the paper this week uh on in the in the independent talking about the sewage works in Ramsey, but the thing is. All what I've told them in the paper, there's only, oh, maybe a quarter of it that they've printed. In effect, excuse the pun, but in effect, it's been watered down.
1: And what's the issue with the uh, the sewage treatment in Ramsey?
5: Well, the issue is it's still coming out on the beach. It's, it's running 24 hours a day, and they say there's water, just water coming out, but all the chemicals are still coming out. And they're expecting, DEFA says, it's safe to swim in it. But I need to ask them, we're going to have a special meeting on the 22nd of this month. Uh, the thing is, but it's in private. Why should that be in private? And uh, the, the, who's the, who's, the, me- who's the
1: meeting between, Wolf?
5: It's the commissioners and DEFA. And they're going to come and tell me, presumably, uh, how it all works and how good it is and how wonderful it is. But I shall be asking them to go and let me photograph them swimming through the slick.
1: Oh, you uh, think that that will be the test, would it? If if somebody from Defer... You, that's,
5: my, that's my test. That's the only test. They're expecting everybody else to. Expecting any kids and all to go down there and and the slick is there. How would kids know what that is? They just swim into it. I want a notice button down there to keep away from the sewer pipe.
1: And where precisely is the outfall?
5: The outfall is about uh whole oh, what good it's 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 opposite the BMX track more or less. Right. More or less. Maybe a little bit further up. But uh the the nearest slip to that is um well that's not all I got wrong. The 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 last slip, the one that's mostly used, that's opposite the BMX track. The sewage works is between uh, is, is the grassy area uh, up by the Vollen Houses. It's coming out there. So it's about, I would say, 150, maybe 200 yards from that slip. But they're telling you that the whole beach is clear. And it's not. Never has been, never will be, as long as they keep pumping sewage on the beach.
1: So what should Garth insist on, Wolf?
5: Well, they can pump the water out because that's what they'll be told that they're going to do. That's it that they want to insist on that it takes the chemicals out as well. Then it is just water. It's the chemicals that are doing the harm now.
1: And presumably, that's a more expensive unit.
5: Of course, it's more. It's very expensive. But the thing is, they do it in London. They do it in Manchester. They do it, God knows, where else. If you if you buy a tin of pop or something from across. Uh, with you, and you look on to see where it's bottled or whatever, or where it's canned, uh, it's using uh, recycled water. We no need to do recycled water because we've got plenty of water. But we don't want to be there to take the chemicals out. We
1: don't. Okay, and well. And
5: poison the sea.
1: Okay, I, I don't want to get you in trouble, Wilf, but uh, will the results of that private meeting between the commissioners and DEFA be made uh, public?
5: No, it's in private, it's a private meeting. Now, why it should be private, I... Well, obviously, because they don't want you to know the truth. I shall ask them at that meeting, can I write, put this out in public now? And then I will give you the answer whether they say yes or no. And if they say yes, I will tell you all about it. If they say no, I can't. And then you, you use your own rules and you think about yourself.
1: Well, that's the problem that, it, you know, in the, in the event that there's no information, all the skeet starts.
5: Exactly. Exactly. So they can't win. I'll win in the end. Everybody in Ramsey that's lived in Ramsey for a long time, they know about, there used to be signs on there. Do not, not, not recommended to bathe in this area. And they took them off. Nobody said, nobody, nobody put on the bottom and the sort of legal signs. Nobody, they were the proper tin signs. And it didn't say on the bottom who put them there or who took them off. I asked government, they knew nothing about it. I asked the commissioners, they knew nothing about it. All of a sudden, they just vanished.
1: Well, we'll see. So it, you know... When's that meeting anyway, again, Will? we just have to wait and see, won't when, we? When's the meeting? 22nd. Okay, all right. Have a good weekend, Will. Thanks for calling. Okay. all right. All right. The issues with the gearbox, says Peter, on the new Manx boat, probably a prototype like most things uh, that uh, the government gets involved in, rather like the biomass delivery unit at DEFA. The first one was a prototype and very hard to get the parts. They buy a new one, and guess what? It broke down. So they had to hire one from the UK, about £1,000 a week. I'm not sure if that's still the case, is it? But it was for a good while, says Peter. Anything they buy will always have problems. Never an easy life. They should just buy off the shelf, and then you can get spare parts. Uh, a note for the DOI minister says Geoffrey. How is it fair when a well-off person who can afford 50 or 60,000 pounds for a car with low emissions pays low road tax, and someone who has less money can only afford three or 4, thousand pounds for a car has and higher emissions has to pay 260 pounds. Is it fair? Poor get hit all the time. As for being green, well, and remember when Daphne Kane was in, uh, chair of the Climate Change um, Committee, I asked her if it costs more to be green and if it's not penalising poor people. Um, She did did, uh, intimate that you do have to be quite well off to be green. So how is that going to go right across? Uh, Thank you, 338. You shall ask the steam packet. uh, says, well, we have asked the steam packet, and as soon as we get the information as to what's happening with the gearbox, then we'll tell you. Steam packet uh, boat was a design and build contract, so there won't be any cost for the steam packet to repair the gearbox. It's also uh, the first Manx ship to have a two-stroke engine, says his correspondent. That's uh, Correspondent 223. Uh, The caller should have gone to the Steam Packet tech presentation at the Legion Hall in Douglas. Steam Packet designed in conjunction with the shipbuilder. And yes, off-the-shelf components used where possible. Uh, Thank you, Matty, for that. I don't think uh, they should move EV vehicles to the same tanks as combustion vehicles, because per person, the Isle of Man is one of the highest, per person, one of the highest CO2 emitters in the world apparently. Where can I read about the special gearbox that the Manxman has? I've not heard about it until just now. I thought it was just a gearbox issue. Didn't hear it was a special one. Personally, if it takes another six months, I'd rather have a safe ship than one's going to break down. Well, I think everybody echoes that. Rather, it breaks down in the sea off Korea than between here and Hesham. The Koreans will buy the gearbox, says Texter380. Obviously, she's not been officially handed over. Uh, It's been stated many times the gearbox repairs are being covered by the makers, says Jewin. Thank you, Jewin, on 715. No racing in Northern Ireland. Let's hope the steam packet will put on extra boats for Irish racing fans, as I'm sure they'll want to come for the TT and the MGP. Thank you, Robbie, for that note. Indeed, if the TT is to be consigned to the dustbin of history says uh, 459. Maybe this is a time for political enterprise to help bring in revenue to the Isle of Man. Uh, I think we should be a world leader in drug legislation and assisted dying. Uh, those who bemoan the loss of the TT will claim it's part of the island's history, but then again, so was wartime internment camps as well and the persecution of gay men apparently this is texter 458 so perhaps we could ask the high net worth individuals to um uh pay up pay more tax thank you for that uh texter 666 uh, 459 anonymous all the best to you if they made the max engine about 250 cc and brought the top speeds down hence the danger down then the insurance would come down says TEXTER380. Uh, we should encourage racing so we make more money, says 942. Uh, it did last year, but six people died. Well, that's always the uh, circle you have to square, isn't it, with uh, motor racing, particularly road racing. 942, what do you think the answer is? Uh, Charles emailed in just to say on the road to Langnes just prior to the fork in the road for the golf club one of the 20 mile an hour signs on a post had blown over in the wind so it needs putting back into place concreting replacing uh, to um Replacing a fence post Fairly simple job Most capable DIYers Would have done it In a couple of hours The Ironman Department Of Infrastructure Says Charles Have arrived to fix the post One post Says Charles Two large HGV wagons With bucket grab hoists A DIY van Six employees All have been on site For over two hours I bet it will look gorgeous You can get the best Of everything And the price Is just as nice
2: I'm so glad we went to Pacesetter. The perfect shower, some great tiles, all the accessories we needed. They had it all. Amazing ranges from traditional to modern, many exclusive to Pacesetter. Get your bathroom on, Song. Visit the Pacesetter showrooms at Harris Terrace and Spring Valley. You can get the best of everything where the price is twice as nice. Nearly as good as me. Call the UPVC window specialists, Phoenix Windows, for quality windows, doors, and conservatories, along with fascias, soffits, bargeboards boards, guttering, and all building work undertaken, with free estimates, free surveys, guaranteed work, and all island coverage. Phoenix Windows don't use standard off-the-shelf frames. Their windows are made to measure, which means you get a perfect fit, less bulky frames, and more glazing. Call 816628 or visit phoenixwindows-iom.com. Treat someone special this Valentine's Day with two main meals for £20 in the at Tinwald Mills. From Monday the 13th to Friday the 17th, 11.30 to 4.30. Tinwald Mills, your one-stop shop for Valentine's gifts taking your GCSEs this year, or a mature student looking at your next step, University College Isle of Man is holding its next open morning on Saturday 11th of February between 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Visit our Homefield Road campus to learn all about our range of courses and subjects. Chat to our lecturers and see our fantastic facilities. Visit ucm.ac.im for more information. This weekend, FC Isle of Man continue their fight for their first points of the calendar year. The Ravens take on Earlham in the NWCFL Premier Division at the Bowl on Saturday evening. And Manx Radio will bring you full match commentary with Rob Pritchard and Tony Mappham. Kickoff is at 6 o'clock and you can listen live on AM 1368 and our digital platforms. Live coverage of FC Isle of Man on Manx Radio is supported by Seltom, investing in our community.
1: The Man in Line with Andy Wint. Faster by good afternoon. It's quarter to one on Max Radio. Cancellation of the Irish racing is a brilliant opportunity, says Dave, for the Isle of Man to get some extra races in at Boulown and on the roads at Jerby in the weekends. Now we're free in the calendar. So surely we should get something planned, fill the boats, fill the hotels, and build a real season of racing on the Isle of Man. Well, Fill the boats is one thing, Dave. Obviously, we have to have the boats. We have to have the timetable for the boats. And now, probably, we're just going to have Ben McCree this summer. Uh, that's down to the steam packet, isn't it? Um, uh, There's a tweet out last night by a TweetBeat, Isle of Man, which is the police's uh, Twitter feed, talking about asking you, do you know where your children are? Apparently, they're getting reports of antisocial behaviour and children causing criminal damage in and around car parks in Douglas, uh, around the Tongue. Chester Street and Shores Brown. Now, antisocial behaviour flares up every now and again. We've heard of people using Peel Road uh, around Quarterbridge and up to Braddon Bridge as a bit of a racetrack uh, during the weekends, and also South Key in Douglas. And uh, if you know anything about this, or know if you've been witness to it, then uh, that we'd uh, like to hear more about that. Uh, Alabama public service workers aren't on the same pay as the UK. They're on several different local pay agreements on the Alabama. Man- Manx pay terms and conditions is the one that applies to all health service workers and is scaled differently to the UK, says D, a slightly higher cost of living as well. Uh, just a message to say, says Bill, that, that, that obviously the teacher strike is off. Crazy. I've organised care and I've paid for care, and I can't change it. This is really disruptive to students and parents. It's uh, madness. What are we supposed to do? Many parents and carers are going to be out of pocket with this, having planned for the strikes for next week, and now suddenly it's off. It will be nice to think this is the last time that it happened. They're putting car parking tickets on anything. I was a minute late back to the Marks & Spencer car park, thought I had till three, got a £60 fine, daft. So I'm not going to shop in Douglas, £60, just just for being about a minute late. And a note in uh, from uh, Whatsapper927. All these minibuses at the hospital outnumber uh, in the car park, says Billy, Uh, and I've heard also... Uh, Have you heard? The rumour is, oh, there's always a bit of skeet around. Is there going to be an Irish ferry fast craft used during TT week, perhaps? Don't know, haven't heard that, but we're always happy uh, to hear people's opinion. Uh, And perhaps the MUA and Tim Johnston will now say why they're reluctant to connect onto the Iris line in Onkin. Perhaps they could also say that the network in Douglas needs sorting out, so South Douglas is pumped via Middle River Pipeline, uh, says Eric, uh, as per the original design, leaving the prom pumps for North Douglas and Onken. So a little bit of honesty would go a long way to restoring public confidence. Uh, then members will have the sensible debate and can help the MUA get the work done. Some sensible and properly as originally designed. Ignoring the pipeline pump away option at every avenue isn't helping the MUA gain trust with people who have some understanding of the situation. We need to help and provide the MUA with the public support for this work, says Eric uh i've just attended a hospital appointment at noble says carol noticeable difference in the car park now it's being policed plenty of vacant spaces to choose from whatever they're doing it's very effective so we're happy to pass that on uh uh, here's a note in from uh, texter 861 the solution must be surely not to use chemicals in the first place we've used a septic tank for more than 60 years and never used chemicals, and it's never needed pumping out. Chemicals in a toilet are unnecessary, I think, and should be banned from the island, says texter861. And uh, 313's on, just to say, if the gearbox fails after the ship is in service, it'll be in dock for months, waiting for specialist bespoke repair. It's not another cabbage, is it, says G., Well, let's keep our fingers crossed that uh, the gearbox problem with our brand-new ship can be sorted out and that uh, she will work as well and be as reliable as the beloved Ben McCree. However, do you remember when the Ben McCree arrived? What was it, late summer 1998? Everybody hated the Ben McCree, didn't they? How do I know, Andy? Well, I was doing man-in-line at the time. And did we get some criticism of the Ben McCree? Do you remember? She's too high in the water. The passenger lounge is too high. Nothing like the King Ori. I go on the Lady of Man. And now we've come to rely on the Ben McCree and regard her as very, very reliable and very punctual as well. She's been a great servant and we will be doing a bit more time. I'm a DOI worker, says uh, 019. Uh, so... um. Could you ask any listeners if it is true that there's over half a million pounds worth of personal protective equipment in an old hangar at Jerby Aerodrome? Is that so? And Dye says if they can afford an electric vehicle, well, they can afford to pay road tax. Electric vehicles are allegedly heavier than a normal vehicle, so they'll mess with the roads. They mess with the roads probably more than normal cars. EVs are just another cash cow for government. So let's have them that um, for a free tax for a while and free charging. And then most people have got them, tax them to the hilt and charge them for charging as well. Nothing to do with green, says Di. It's all about money. Uh, plenty of land. Pammy on 505. There's plenty of land around the hospital, so why don't they build a park-and-ride system and make some more income from that? Surely park-and-ride would work uh, on the Isle of Man. Surely this is uh, a good idea. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? Park-and-ride and... Ride and Uh, Are you attached to all the green space around the hospital? It is very green. It's very nice, the amount of uh, greenery around the hospital car park. Would you possibly sacrifice that, lose a few trees? A multi story up. This weekend, FC Isle of
2: Man continue their fight for their first points of the calendar year. The Ravens take on Erlem in the NWCFL Premier Division at the Bowl on Saturday evening, and Manx Radio will bring you full match commentary with Rob Pritchard and Tony kick Kickoff is at 6 o'clock, and you can listen live on AM 1368 and our digital platforms. Live coverage of FC Isle of Man on Manx Radio is supported
1: by Selton, investing in our community. John in Onken on O5X says, I'm hearing reports of several thefts from oil tanks over the last few days. Onken and Laxey areas, please, please do take care. Make sure your oil tank is secure and keep them peeled, John in Onken. Uh, regarding um, antisocial behaviour, I live on North Key and I watch the R-plate drivers flying along South Key. It looks like they're trying to take off from the roundabout. At the bottom of Head Road, they go very fast. I dread to think what would happen if somebody drove out in front of them, says Jane. Well, it's a common problem in in many areas and at certain times of the day, certainly along Peel Road um, from possibly McDonald's up to Quarterbridge and certainly from Quarterbridge to Braddon Bridge, uh, there's certainly uh, some... Um, Uh, sort of uh, attempted road racing that goes on there from time to time i've just been told uh, that the breast clinic at nobles is closed at the moment says fred do you know that for certain fred you're not just saying it are you 807 zero emissions is incorrect says 633 we shouldn't say zero emissions emissions are just simply elsewhere In the case of the Isle of Man, concentrated in the capital at the power station. So an electric vehicle does have a carbon footprint and it does have emissions just somewhere else. They've been privatized. They've been contracted out. It's absolutely right and proper, texter 633, that EV owners should pay road tax. They use the roads. They do just as much damage. Also um, it's time they should pay. Uh, a note in just to say, uh, oh, this is what one from yesterday, that uh, we had lots of stuff came in uh, late yesterday. Uh, they did reduce the road tax on motorcycles to so a flat rate of £25. Uh, good afternoon. Is there any news on the TT scoreboard and timekeepers' cabins? They seem to be very quiet on that as well, says Degs. They're doing some work at the moment, aren't they, by uh, where the... Um, uh, the scoreboard used to be. I wonder what that's for. Perhaps that's for the timekeeper's cabins. Is there a penalty clause built into the contract for the new boat, says David S.? Well, it's going to be late, isn't it? Certainly it's going to be late. And uh, let's just hope. Well, if we, well, as soon as we get clarification from the steam packet, then uh, we'll certainly let you know. I don't really agree with the church's views on the sister dying, says Richie. But uh, who is... Uh, who is to remind us of what is potentially right and wrong, if not the Church. So surely the Church should speak out. Um, It's their job to reach out. Ritchie on 776. And Sue said, regarding the assisted dying thing, it was the uh, Catholic Union that were uh, talking about it yesterday, not liking, being concerned, really, about the Isle of Man's forthcoming assisted dying bill that's uh, going through its legislative process at the moment. Sue said, if you don't like assisted dying because of your religious beliefs, then don't do it, but don't dictate to the rest of us. Basically, if this facility is not available, then people who don't want it get their wish, but they take away the choice of everyone else. I agree with Betty, says Sue. Betty was on yesterday talking about it. Uh, how come it'll take until 2015 to get a suicide prevention strategy, but assisted dying gets pushed to the front of the queue, says Paul. I don't I think they're all in the queue together, aren't they? And TJ said, regarding assisted dying, there's a clear call to change uh, with the places uh, such as Jersey adapting their laws to suit the needs of the elderly and the poorly. We need the assisted dying bill. These clinics are easy to set up and will provide work and trade. The idea would attract trade from end-of-life care patients around the UK and make us a hub for well-trained palliative care doctors from around the world. TJ on 476. Nobody wants to linger in pain and be a financial drain. We could save millions for more worthy causes than the NHS. People want this choice. It is cruel not to consider their feelings. I'm not Catholic, says Nick, so why should my choices be influenced by the Catholic Church? Thanks for getting in touch this week. Really appreciate it. And thanks to our ever-increasing podcast audience, who listen on the Isle of Man and elsewhere, including a gentleman who listens in southern Australia in the bath every Sunday night to an entire week's worth of Man in Lines. W. That's it. I. N.